0: This podcast contains strong language and adult themes.
1: Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China.
0: Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account.
1: Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China, no spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss 22, R-A-C-H-E-L-W-E-I-S-S 22.
0: And now for this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 26. How
1: are we doing? What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're on episode 25
0: episode 25 i like um,
1: how you're living in the future
0: <laughs> well i'm not editing that out that's fine <laughs> welcome to episode 25 how are you doing rich
1: i'm good you're back now
0: well, it's nice to be back after a two episode break has it been two episodes
1: yeah two episodes it's been a really busy like autumn for us early autumn late fall so late, busy. late summer yeah um we've both been traveling a lot recently alternating being in beijing um so that's why he were away
0: yeah so like rachel went away for a week and on the day that she came back i went away for a week which sort of like fits in why we're doing this episode actually it's to you know to touch base again and uh, it's a fun thing that we got gifted Uh, as a present uh, for couples or friends to do. So what are we going to do today, Rach?
1: Yeah, so it was it was actually yesterday night. You pulled out these cards and you were yeah. like, so a friend gave these to me that we should try. And I was like, oh, cards. What is this for? Yeah,
0: immediately got disappointed. Like, oh, we're trying something. Oh, it's cards. Okay.
1: <laughs> but actually, I was really excited. Um, you love these, this stuff. I love this stuff. So these are cards that have prompts and questions on them for you and your partner. Or you and a friend could even do these. These aren't specifically like relationship romantic centered um there are many different platforms and kinds of cards like these like if anybody's familiar with the Gottman, um Gottman crew the, their website they have an app as well an app and uh it just is a fun way that you can reconnect with your partner learn new things about each other remember some good memories like build each other up yeah when um, we
0: when we did it the other day we you said a few things that i didn't i didn't know
1: the thing that, yeah, really amazed me about these is it wasn't just like, like we were joking earlier. Like, it's not like, what's your favorite sex position or like, which are, those are kind of fun questions to answer as well. But these were like, really, it kind of threw me. I was like, I didn't expect we'd be talking about this right now.
0: Yeah. And also the the conversation that sparks after that, you know, mm,
1: um, yeah.
0: and, and the topics around. So I th- yeah, it's fun.
1: I think we did it for like an hour. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, we're, so this is what this episode, you're going to learn about me and Rachel. You're going to learn about our re- uh, our relationship dynamic. Mm. And, and we're going to speak as openly and honestly as we feel <laughs> comfortable on a public yeah, podcast.
1: Absolutely. And you can note down these questions and try them yourself or get these cards. They're called our moments. So these aren't Gottman, but there are moments. I don't know who this is by. I've never heard of these before.
0: Nope. They are, but they're printed in China. So if you're in China, you're in luck. You can probably find it on Taobao or what's that other one? The uh, Baopals. Or Baopals, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah. Somewhere's got them. Yeah.
1: So shall we jump in? Yep. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question first.
0: Okay, go for it. Pick a card.
1: Okay. What do you most look forward to about getting old?
0: Ooh,
1: you're gonna love life as an old man. I yeah, already know it.
0: I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy having by then like a really nice selection of cardigans. I don't have enough now. I don't feel like China like um, manufactures. Enough really good quality cardigans in the UK. What a good, makes
1: a good cardigan?
0: Just like you know the quality of wool and like the the design and like you know having like a cardigan that it's not just homeware I've got one good one here, as you know, um, uh, for home use. But like I used to have a collection of like um, business casual cardigans that oh, you could stuff wear in could the, wear office. To the office. Yeah, okay. you know, and it's just like, I just feel like I'm in like a second skin, you know that and and be. I want to be like a dapper old man you know like dressed really like a well flat cap. yeah 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 or even like a trilby you know what is and that all, a trilby it's like a um uh, it's like what frank sinatra would wear uh, you know okay. the the rat pack sort of thing um and what else what else about being old gee
1: gee i remember you said to me one time you were so looking forward to a day when you're older where you could sit and paint for a long time yeah or or go fishing? Is it you who wanted to go fishing?
0: Uh, maybe not fish. I, I, I think pr- you'd
1: wanted to sit and paint and just sit, sit somewhere and yeah. enjoy, enjoy being there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, grandkids and stuff like that—that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What are you in? Uh, what do you look forward to about old age?
1: Um, I don't know if I have a specific thing that I want, like a cardigan. I think I mean we can
0: I can I know I can get cardigans now <laughs> and I don't have to wait for like another 40 years to get a good selection of cardigans. It's just the first thing that came to my mind.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just looking forward to that being in that phase and that season of life where I think you've you've done a lot of things with, you know, career and maybe started a family and moving on to the next stage of grandkids um and you get to spoil the grandkids and kind of not worry about all the extra things of parenting. I yeah. don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to I think, think about it.
0: You know, like thinking about reflecting on on you know my own parents, like when they got to retirement and and that transition. I think it's hard. You know, like the transition out of work, and then like, what is my purpose now? And 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 what do I do? Am I just grandpa? Am I just mm. you know? How do I fill my time? And and how do I enjoy the la- you know the the last part of my life you know i know that sounds morbid that's a morbid way to put it but like i want to be prepared you know i don't want to be blindsided by the fact that oh now i'm retired like who am i does my work i ident- like, do, does that define me who, who am i who am i without having a purpose or a job or staff to manage or, or things to do so i want to be i want to have hobbies you know like yeah. i want to like my one of my dreams is to like you know be like a like a a, a lounge pianist You know, just just to be like an old guy, set a a piano and while people are like having the meals, you know, you're
1: you're like nodding to the regulars. You're like, hey, what's up, Frankie? Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. What do you want to hear tonight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just stuff like, you know, just having something and just being, you know, like an old guy that's always there. Yeah. You know, I
1: think that like, the Chinese aunties have it figured out like they're so active here, even when you're 60, 70 years old, like they go out in the night in the squares, they have their hobby of dancing, but it's good for like their social life, yeah. for their community. Like, I think that's the sense that you kind of want to have as well. You want to feel like, Oh, I'm still doing something. I'm connecting with people. That's what I would want.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. I think that's a brilliant part of like the Chinese culture that is so yeah. overlooked and not talked about. And it's not valued that sense of community, especially when you get older, you know, like it looks like these old people have got loads of friends, you know what <laughs> I mean? And they meet where typically when you get older, you get less friends. So it's harder to make those connections. Mm, so mean. yeah, maybe we just, uh, we have some time outside of China, but then we re- retire here.
1: I'm going to be an old lady dancing in the square.
0: Yeah, and yep. Uh, maybe it's not the piano that I play, maybe it's the um, uh, arhu or the or something, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Those guys do it by the river here, you know? Yeah, you could, could be one them. of them.
0: Okay, my turn to pull card. Have you ever won an award?
1: Hmm. Yes, I have. I've won many awards. Oh, wow. Go on. Let's brag about that for a little while. Let's chat about that.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: so being here in China and working in media, I have won a few awards. Last year, I won an award for a video competition that I entered. It was about, I don't know, reasons to fall in love with Beijing. And I interviewed these um, intercultural couples. One was... Somebody born in Beijing, a local Beijinger, and one was a foreign lady um, who was married to him and just interviewing them. And I got an award, went to the Forbidden City, behind the scenes. That was really cool. Um, and I've also won a few other awards with like being a travel ambassador. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you're a travel ambassador twice, aren't you? Yeah,
1: to Huangshan Mountain, the Yellow Mountains, and to Zunyi in wow. Guizhou.
0: If you are also a travel ambassador, write in.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You could start a little subgroup.
1: <laughs> yeah, travel community. Yeah. Um. How about you, Nath? You've won lots of awards.
0: Um. This yeah. is
1: like a chance for us to brag about our. Yeah, choice. maybe you we can sk- skip forward this part, guys. Maybe we
0: skip. Yeah, I've won, I've have <laughs> won a few awards for some documentaries but, but that this I've was done. Nice in films.
1: for us. We we actually had this question yesterday, and we got mm. to just chat about. In depth, you've won so many awards for your documentaries, and it was nice to go through them and review again.
0: Yeah, it's a nice sort of reflection, so that's good. But we'll move on. Next question
1: <laughs> If you were heading out on a road trip right this minute, Ooh. what would you pack? You got uh, five minutes, grab a bag, go.
0: Okay, um, well, like you know, underwear, good, good one. I mean, like, is it like just like a road trip for a day? Have we got any parameters for this? So it's just this is the question.
1: It, I Yeah, you're going out for a road trip. For maybe like, let's okay, say two snacks. days. Okay,
0: snacks. It's got to be snacks. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some right snacks. And if I, you know, went to the right shops, I'd get some like, some like gummies, you know, like sweets, like Haribo, like uh, some I don't like know you know, if fizzy you, I don't know if you go colors. to the shop.
1: I think you got to grab what's here.
0: Oh, okay. I'll why my, some Haribo, <laughs> you see? I'll why my, I'll <laughs> order in some sweets, some chocolate. You want some, Uh, uh, you, you know, some Red Bull. I used some to Red Bull. I used to yeah. have some Red Bull. Nice. Um, what would I pack? I'd pack my laptop, uh, my hard drive, uh, and um, uh, so I could do some work. You Do work sad. on a road trip. That yeah. sounds like a bad road trip. Well, I guess. Oh, and then I mean, like, I'd have my phone. I mean, these days, you know, like, let's I've
1: say got- you're going with your friends on a road trip, like in America, it would be like, we're going to the Grand Canyon, or like, we're gonna go on a long road trip, like. For fun.
0: Well, yeah, but like these days, you know, you just have your phone, you plug it in and, you know, you've got all the music that you'd want, you yeah. know, like, and I'd make sure and you can just search for everything. It's snacks, mainly snacks. Come on. <laughs> it's snacks. You need to have the right snacks for a road trip.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. What about you? You
1: know, my favorite snack is actually, do you know my favorite snack?
0: Um. Oh, wait.
1: Um. <sighs> like if I want like a munchie to like something salty and crunchy.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I, you know what I think I do know this and I think it disappoints me I'm like oh it's not very good yeah what is I don't it? think you like it what so it?
1: I really love Gardetto's or Chex Mix
0: oh yeah the, the little like party mix things
1: yeah I love them yeah, no
0: they're okay you know I wouldn't <laughs> or
1: chips and guac yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, chips and guac would be difficult on a road trip if yeah you were driving. but like
1: I love Chex Mix on a road trip
0: okay next question my turn let's see would you rather have an extra $500 a month or an extra two hours a day? Oh,
1: oh that's a good question.
0: This, is, Yeah, American dollars as well.
1: I would, at this period in my life right now, uh-huh. I don't know. I think I would say $500 a month. I feel like money I could always use either for saving more, um, going towards future things, trips, travel, going home. Yeah. And for Taobao. So I would say money.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Because you know what I'd do with that extra two hours? (laughs) I'd work. (laughs) Yeah. I'd find more time to work, you know. And then I'd push things back. Or at first it would be well-intentioned. It's like, wow, that is definitely the gym or something, you know. And then I would slowly... As as I could build in more capacity to work, that two hours would dwindle and I would be still strapped for time to do the things I should Or you'd be more
1: tired, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's all relative, I suppose. Yeah,
1: I guess it depends what you want to do with that time.
0: Yeah, so at this point, money. Definitely Yeah, I would say money. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think 24 hours in a day is just fine for me. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, what's the last book that you couldn't put down? Ooh... You've read some really good ones in the past year.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's because I've switched to audio books, you know, so I am, what, what have I am, you listened to? I am consuming counts. books, but like, you know, I don't, for some reason I've fallen out of love of, of sitting down and reading, you know what I mean? Just like, I think it's a time thing again, whereas the audiobook, I can just be about, you know, I can mm. fit that in. I can do it on a walk on the subway when I'm, when I'm driving my bike. Um, you know, and and I get to consume without feeling like it's taking too much of my time. Um, the last great one I thought was was really good was um, why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Oh yeah, yeah. So that. why
1: was it so good?
0: Well, it's just because one, it's from a, a British journalist, and um, and it was just what's not really taught in England, I guess. You know, if especially if you if you're white and come from a predominantly white background, is just Britain's history with r- r- with race. You know, like in history classes, you're not really talk talked about. You don't really talk about the slave trade or how it connects with America and the cotton fields and stuff like that. It seems very much like America's, you know, that was their thing. You know, but you you, you know until you read about it, you, you see how much money. And how much influence came from the British Empire, and and obviously, you know, even even you know, colonization in Africa, you don't really get taught. You know, it's something that you have to go off and find yourself, and it's only until, you know, you, you've got an interest to do it. You know, you might have enough to get you by, you know, and you realize that shit went down, but like to really, really talk about it, and then more inst- and then more specifically with this book. Um, uh, more about, like, the modern history. So, like, you know, the relationship with black communities and the police, um, the issue with, like, virtual signaling and the vi- the issue with, like, the whole, like, you know, I don't see colour sort of arguments and, <laughs> and all the, you know, all the frustration arguments that, that, I guess, has been had many, many times for this author to finally say, you know what, I'm just not talking to white people about it anymore because it's infuriating and it's maddening and you know it's it's a dire situation but you know that's the reason why you know because at first she wasn't gonna she wrote an article about it I think in the guard something you know a high profile thing and um and then people respond to it so well it's like you should totally write a book about this I know you don't want to talk about it but talk about it more um and you know as an audiobook like my rule of thumb is it needs to be between five and seven hours I won't go above that because I know I've just not got the patience or time. Like five hours, I can fit into a good, solid, like intense chung. And I feel like I've actually learned something. Mm, It's a good
1: length of time. Yeah. I think that's a good though. That's a good point. I listen to podcasts a lot more than I read now for the same reasons. I can do it when I'm on the go and I'm walking, when I'm going to work, commuting. It's a big thing in China is having a commute. Uh, You can listen to Date Night China on the commute. Yeah, Uh, But I listen to, podcasts a lot.
0: If you're listening, you're doing that that anyway, you know. They're already doing it, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. But for some of the books I read recently, um, I read "I'm Glad My Mom Died" by Jeanette McCurdy.
0: Well, oh, it's meant to be funny. It,
1: it was, was good. It was. I mean, it was traumatic and sad, but also so funny. She was a great. She's she's a great writer, and she was just really honest. She was the Nickelodeon star on um iCarly for anybody who hasn't heard of it I think everybody's heard of it by now uh made a big splash but that was really good and I also recently read um maybe you should talk to somebody which was by Lori Gottlieb and she's a psychologist uh it was really good it was like a really great book inside a therapist going to a therapist as well and it was uh, yeah really insightful
0: oh that reminds me of another book actually this is probably one of my favorite more books that I've read over the last sort of ten years, and I keep going back to it. It's called "The Unexamined Life" by Stephen Gross, or Grossman. I can't remember, but um, uh, that's from a psychoanalyst, and it talks about people that he met and the and the uh, deep-rooted issues that actually mm. sparked the the the. Um, professional relationship you know like the the therapy the psychotherapy mm. and and that was like on a case-by-case basis and it was like on loss or on grief or on something you know each chapter and it was it's just f- just fascinating to me
1: yeah you know? me too i should read that i haven't read that one oh i've been great. really into like psychology the lately. audiobook's
0: better get the audiobook because like the guy who, who reads it um it's uh, just got a great voice i could listen to him for hours oh wow and i did
1: <laughs> there you go yeah All right, your turn.
0: Oh, is it my turn? Okay. Um, If you wrote romance novels or erotic fiction, what would your pen name be? This is great.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. It's like you could either go, like, very saucy or very... um just very chill. I think I was telling you this yesterday, we, we got a card that was like, would you want to change your name? And the name I told you yesterday, I think I would want to do that.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So when I was a kid, I used to love books about elves and, and orcs, like not just like um, Tolkien and <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Um, but Aragon. like if anybody read that the Inheritance series, I loved it. And I wrote my own like books about elves. <laughs> And dwarves. And I drew my own maps. I was really into that. I, I don't know. I miss that. When I was a kid, I had a really vivid imagination. I read so much mm. and I always liked, especially when a woman was like a fighter and she like would dress up as a boy and nobody knew. So she could like fight and do something. Yeah. Um, and I had an elf character named Skylar. Skylar. <laughs> I would want to be Skylar. I would need to think of a good last name mm. or maybe just Skylar.
0: Just Skylar. Just Skylar. Mm. Yeah, I
1: just thought that was a cool yeah, <laughs> cool name. Yeah. Well, okay. What would your name be?
0: Um, it'd have to be something sort of like a little bit suggestive, but, but sort of strong. Like
1: with like some kind of Freudian pun in there?
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, like Barry <laughs> Hardbottom.
1: <laughs> oh oh well.
0: so I'd, it'd only be british romance it's, it sounds novels. like a
1: harry potter name
0: but it does <laughs> yeah maybe so it's just erotic harry potter <laughs> erotic fan fiction
1: oh that's a huge niche i used to read that in middle school
0: okay that's it because that's where the money is oh
1: yeah the teens like that's where it's at yeah
0: yeah okay oh it's super barry hardbottom
1: mm. hello is it my turn yeah it's your turn Oh, you would love this one. What? If you could have tea with one fictional character, <laughs> who would it be? Oh,
0: a fictional That's all character. all your favorite things. Yeah. Oh my god, tea. Excellent, you know. And it'd be the full works, I think. Let's like just a assume, proper like it's afternoon like tea. Afternoon tea. We're talking scones, we're sandwiches. talking jam, sandwiches, triangle sandwiches, uh, little um uh, what are those little nice little uh macarons. Oh my god. Yeah, macarons and then like Yorkshire tea for days. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Cloud cream with the with the scones. You're
1: thinking more about the tea than the fictional character part. Okay, I, I don't it. think you even care who's with you. You're like, yeah. yes, give me the tea.
0: Atticus Finch.
1: Ooh,
0: ooh, that's a good Just one. Just to get some sage advice from you know the lawyer and father from One floor of a... No, no. Um, to, to kill a mockingbird. mockingbird. Sorry, to kill a mockingbird. That's one of
1: our both of our favorite books. Like yeah. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Got
0: the title. And you here. didn't
1: even know. Uh,
0: I don't know the name. <laughs> I'm just listening to it. I'm not reading I'll, it. I don't know.
1: I don't look at the words.
0: But yeah, Aticus Finch, I'll say.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's really hard. I guess it would be somebody really... I'm only saying this because we've been really watching a lot of his uh, TV show series, but I think Poirot. What's his name?
0: Poirot. Yeah. Hic-u- Somebody's so
1: like I love his little accent. He's always speaking French, and he's always got like clever little quips, even when he's like in a social setting. Yeah. So I think somebody like that would be pretty interesting. Ah uh, I mean, I, I I don't think that would be my top one, but. It's a yeah, recent one. I don't
0: feel like you've hit the nail on the head there. And also, Poirot, like, he's useless unless there's a murder to solve. And anytime he's but doing he's, anything, he's so cheeky. But anytime he's doing anything, there's a murder to solve. So, like, you know, if you did have two, it wouldn't with him, be boring. Murder would, yes! would follow. I want
1: to see him solve a murder.
0: Okay. No, oh, well, I well, sound that, like one of
1: those the, true you, crime, you, like, you, white girls.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the hat fits. <laughs> but like, um, uh, um. You change the parameters, you know what I mean? If Poirot did his thing, then that would be Yeah. That's great. I think
1: that would have to be the asterisk involved. Okay.
0: Yeah, your turn. My turn. Have you ever pushed your body further than you dreamed possible?
1: Um Yes. So when I worked in Colorado, I was there for two summers, and everybody was into climbing and hiking. It was a really cool place, and there's 14ers there, which is like when the mountains are over 14,000 feet. That's Mm -hmm. a huge high elevation level, and there's this one peak called Long's Peak, and you have to get up at like 1 in the morning to start hiking it, because it might take 8 or 9, you know, 10 hours to summit, and you have to summit before noon, because lightning will strike, or there could be bad weather, and then it's... Really? Yeah, you shouldn't be on the mountain like if bad weather starts rolling in, you need to be below the tree line. Otherwise you could get struck by lightning because people have. Wow. Yeah. So you need to start early so you can summit. And it was hard. It's a hard one. Like 14 wow. ers can be really difficult. And, um, I hadn't really done much training for it. I wasn't in super great shape then either. So are you just
0: hiking or are you like scrambling. No. You're you're, scrambling?
1: W- oh, the last part is scrambling up. Yeah. The last part is scrambling. I enjoy scrambling. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, you can, you can have a try.
0: I can have a try. I can have a try. Yeah,
1: I'd say that maybe maybe that was one of the hardest things. Although right now our friends are setting up a 21 K for us to run before they leave. And I've never been Ugh. a runner and I've been training for that. And that's been maybe a bit challenging. You're doing
0: great though with that. Yeah. I've re- what are you up to now? What you I mean, do?
1: I've ran a five K nonstop the other day and I was Ugh. like, I've never ever in my life ever done that. I'm not a runner. I play mm. volleyball. I play sports, but I don't run like that was the thing. So that's a sense of accomplishment. I don't know if I'm going to get up to, to running 21 K, but that's something I feel proud about.
0: Mm. But how about you? Um. Yeah, I am not running five k's right now. Um, but, but you're the, boxing. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I guess when I something that I I never thought I could do is um, I don't talk about it anymore, just because I'm like I'm not in the shape that I used to be. So it just seems like incredulous that I actually did this. But my first time in China, um, I it wasn't in Beijing. I lived in Shandong Province, and I lived just by the mountains. And, uh, I lived in a Kung Fu Academy for three months and that was, uh, six days a week, um, training and, uh, like five or six hours a day. And you'd start the day with, uh, Tai Chi and then you'd do Qigong meditation. You'd have your breakfast and then like Monday to, uh, you know, and then it it changed every day. So like Monday, Tuesday would be like forms. So you'd learn your kung fu form of your choice, and some people choose Bagua or um, the fighting style of like Tai Chi. Or I chose uh, mantis. You could also do Shaolin kung fu, but I, I did um, mantis fist. And and then after lunch, you'd have like a good like two and a half hours or three hours because of the heat. And then you'd get back to it in the afternoon with either doing forms or sandar sometimes like Chinese kickboxing uh, or you would um, like shi- the Shifu, we might, um, uh, which was is uh, um, uh, Shifu uh, Chu. He would like because we lived at the foot of this mountain. He's like, OK, run up and down the mountain and like or like do this, you know, like
1: you hit a lot of trees.
0: Yeah, like Wednesday, that was conditioning. So like you would like partner up and you would um, uh, like hit each other in certain body parts like over and over just to get you hardened. And then or you would, you'd have all these like thin trees and then you would like use them as like punching bags or like you'd kick your shins against them. And and that was the best shape I've ever been in my life. Like I was so just just physically just
1: because what you did every day nonstop, right? And And you dedicate
0: yourself to that. And it's kind of like a retreat in a way. And I just... Did you have a phone or a
1: computer or internet?
0: Yeah, I had that, you know, but he shut it off at, like, 9 p.m. It was, like, lights out, 9 p.m. up at 6, you know. Like, so it was... It was intense. It was hard to get, like, the isolation was was difficult, but you get used to it real quickly. Yeah. And you come to love it. Like, I, I, I shouldn't have left so soon, you know. I was on a bit of an agenda. I wanted to do other things, and... You know, I should have just stayed. I know a lot of people that did six months minimum or a year, you know, and it's just like, oh, that would have been good. I just don't feel like I can do it now, you know, mm. unless you ever wanted to do it. Yeah, I know. I, we, I know like we've, we've, we've talked about we've this talked before. About so if we did like three months, you know, if...
1: I think I don't know. I've never done something that intense. But like a
0: lot of people go there and they've never done it. And you start from where you are. Like, you know, I was overweight when I went and like, you know, I couldn't run. But by the end of it, I'm like running a lot. I'm doing like. I was just, you get addicted to it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. how far can you push? And, you know, I learned two mantis forms. And I even did a, a wushu competition. Oh, wow. And got a medal. And that was good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like I had a new, I, I've seen your videos and stuff, which are really cool. But I think I had a new appreciation for it when I went to Wudang this year, which is in Hubei. Yeah. So like you said, there's like the Shaolin style. And then there's a Wudang, Wudang Mountain. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, I, I've met a lot of the... People training there and seeing how intense it was. Even doing stretching. I didn't realize stretching was such a big thing. Oh, that was like a whole day. It's like, a huge thing. Yeah,
0: every Thursday we do like power stretching. This huge guy could like
1: stretch and touch his toes. And I was struggling. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But it's so important. So I do feel like it's really ad- admirable and admirable. But you'd um, have
0: to do it for like a couple of months. What if well, you did yeah. it for three months?
1: Maybe. Can I go hike the mountains for three months?
0: You can do that on your free time. That's what, you know, there's nothing else to do.
1: Okay maybe let's do it
0: okay okay <laughs> your turn
1: what makes you nervous
0: oh what makes me nervous um c- climate change
1: that's that is not <laughs> i mean that's that what is, makes you that nervous is so true.
0: that is not no it's not i'll tell you what makes me nervous um your hands
1: why when oh you- yes <laughs> Oh, I know several things that make you nervous. Yeah. I talk with my hands a lot. And especially when we're laying down in bed or on the couch.
0: Yeah. If we're too close to each other, her hands are just like, it's just like they're possessed and they get so close to my eyes. It's just, it's just like the the, the place where I should be the most relaxed and the most (laughs) tense. And I'm like, I'm trying to listen to you. And they have got these fucking fingers (laughs) just flying about trying to poke me in the eye. And it's like, what do you need to why do you need to like, I just like just, to be animated when I talk to you. I, I'm I'm listen I'm get it though. Like you don't like you know, your voice does a good job, you know?
1: <laughs> you also hate it when I like almost knock over a cup. Oh god or I, got, I knock over a cup. But that's not my fault that no. you're it's our friend Michelle who used to do Data China, our event manager. She used to knock cups she, off. If,
0: Michelle tables fill drinks. Know her, Michelle, uh she's quite a tall uh, woman shout
1: out to Michelle we know you listen but and, this is your fault
0: yeah and um she's like if if uh if you know like the story of Pinocchio wanting to re- be a real boy if a daddy long legs got the opportunity to be a, a person it'd be Michelle <laughs> and then and then and she just like just bumbles around knocking stuff over and it's just the, like it's just when I see it happening or like it's like a glass somewhere and I know that maybe in five minutes, in 10 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe two hours, but at some point that or something else is going to be knocked over and I won't be able to, I'll be powerless to stop it. So now any time anybody's near something. Anytime when I
1: do it now, or I accidentally almost knock something over, you are like, it's a very dramatic response from you. And it like triggers me. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm aware of it, you know, but yeah. What about you? What makes you nervous? Me me getting nervous about Yeah, you're getting nervous. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll
1: just keep that as my answer. Okay, your turn.
0: Have you ever fantasized about changing your first name? We've, we've, we've talked about this. Uh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, so okay. my
1: name would still be Skylar. Yeah. Okay. What would your name be?
0: Um, There's a quick answer. When I was a kid, I was annoyed that I wasn't christened Nathaniel. So I could shorten it to Nathan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though my name's Nathan. But I, I liked having the option of being actually like, I just want once to be able to say, actually, my name's Nathaniel. You know, just, just once. You're
1: so, you're just so proper posh. Oh, is that yours? No, no, no. Um, but you also like names that can be shortened to abbreviations. Oh. Like even when we've talked about baby names and kid names, you know, you, yeah. you're always like, oh, I love a, a name like, what did you say? Gertrude. So it could be Gertie. You love like shortening names. Well,
0: no, I didn't like. Yeah. I don't, I, when not we talk Gertrude. About, not not G- Gertrude. Yeah. But
1: let's see. Even like Elizabeth. Like, you you, you like, like the name I'll, Elizabeth, and you said she can go by Lizzie. You yeah. like names that can be shortened.
0: Yeah, I like, I like Bernard. Yeah. I, cause I, well, my granddad was called, you know. Yeah. But in England, we call it Bernard, which I don't sound as, as Bernard. good. Bernard, you know. And, you know Because it can be Bernie, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's kind of cool. Yeah, you like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yours.
1: <laughs> oh, what are you bored of? Do you want to skip this one?
0: Yeah, that's boring.
1: If you could sit down with your 15-year-old self, what would you tell him or her?
0: Ooh, save more money.
1: (laughs) Your 15-year-old self?
0: Oh yeah, it's not his responsibility yet, I guess.
1: Let him him have some fun. Yeah,
0: no, you're right, fair. What, 15-year-old self? Um, Actually, I I was doing all right then, you know what I mean? I I think from my memory, I came out fine, I think. Um,
1: Did you have a good time in high school? Like any, yeah, any insecurities or worries or problems or... Well, I was
0: I was bullied, you know, like, but as, as a younger kid, so like around right about 15, like I was just about to go into... I might have been like bullied for the, like the last time, you know, like around right about then.
1: So 15 but, was a good year then, you were coming out of that or found yourself?
0: Yeah, or like it sort of stopped or everything sort of calmed down and, you know, but like even then I remember it wasn't as, you know as bad as when I was like younger, when I was like in primary school. So I guess, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what I'd tell my 15 year old self, you know, mm. invest think... in Apple, <laughs> you know, buy some like yeah. invest in PPE equipment. <laughs> it's like, watch It's like, trust me, it'll pay off. Like it's, it's going to be a while, but like you start now, <laughs> just, just, just get the, get the phone directory. Find you know for China, for and, China, yeah, and then uh, buy a factory or get your parents to buy a factory, and start creating PPE equipment, and um, and trust me, around about twenty twenty, you're gonna you're gonna re- you're gonna get a lot of money.
1: <laughs> what what do you think your fifteen year old self would say to you if he was looking at your life now?
0: Ooh. Yeah, every now and again, yeah, think about that. Um, I think it'd be, I think it'd be okay, you know. I think it'd be okay with everything, you know.
1: We'd be surprised here in China. I mean, obviously, I think nobody really anticipates that.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> not many people anticipate being in China. Um, you know, I around right about that time, I was contemplating with the idea of like going into like you know studying film and making movies and stuff like that, and. I've done that, you know, and I still am in that profession, you know, so it'd be happy. Yeah. I guess, you know, I and and the fact that I'm living internationally, and sometimes I try and just take a stop like take stock and you know, every now and again I I just want to list all the things that I should be grateful for, and then when you do that, you're like, wow, I should be grateful for a, a ton of things. Yeah. You know, and I try and do that on a monthly basis, you know, because it helps with stress, you know. Because then you realize your stress isn't as bad because these problems are good problems to have. And I'm fortunate that, that I'm in a position where the problems that I have are mine, whereas I could be in a different situation and I could have a whole set of other problems that, that are really life-changing mm. mm. or, or debilitating or something. So I think 15-year-old me would be quite happy with uh, where I'm at. He'd probably want me to be in better shape.
1: Oh, what do you say? Go back to the Kung Fu Academy.
0: Yeah, he would be like, why did you leave that? You'd be like, dude, bro. Yeah. What about you? What would you say to your 15 year old self?
1: I think mine would be more wrapped up into probably a lot of like teenage girls. Um, problems or things you think about is, you know, social circles, body image, feeling comfortable in your own skin like a lot of things that like you've developed into later and then I felt way more confident in university about but
0: were you insecure as a 15 year old were you like comparing yourself to yeah, other girls yeah i think
1: of course there's like cliques and things and i was in band i played the flute i played volleyball as well but i didn't quite fit in my school was had a very like ooh super super high um uh, I don't know, a certain click of jock crowd that I didn't quite fit into. And then I kind of stopped playing volleyball, leaned more towards band. And luckily our band was awesome. Like our band was a huge program. We went to state, won lots of things. So actually band was not like super geeky. It wasn't looked down on. But I think there's still like questions of like how you feel in your own skin. Um, I wasn't quite always in the best shape or compared to other people or even one of my sisters who was always just naturally super, super thin. Um, you just think about body a lot. I think when you're younger and a girl, like early speaking for myself and just wondering like how, and as you develop, I remember when I was first, you know, like growing up, I was like, Oh, I'm at that place where I wear a bra now. Like, and that was just weird. And you're like, you don't feel comfortable at first and getting yeah. your period. There's so many things as a girl that you're dealing with. Um, and being around other girls that it was hard. Oh yeah. Also my mom was a substitute teacher at my school in middle school mm. and that was really hard.
0: <laughs> well, that's why we got something in common cuz my mom was a uh, an actual teacher at um I say actual te- like a full-time yeah, teacher yeah, yeah. at my secondary school. Yeah. So a high school.
1: People like your mom being Yeah, there? they did, yeah yeah. 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 See, my mom was the strict mom and they would my mom would substitute for people's classes that I knew like my friends and, and then my friends would come up to me after class or people I don't know, which was worse. And they were like, your mom is so strict. She made us do this and this and this, you know, and I'm just like mortified and I was like, you don't even know how strict she is. Mm. Yeah. But that was just part of it. That's what would you
0: a- say to what do you, what do you think your 15 year old self would say to you, like looking at you now?
1: I think she'd think it was pretty cool.
0: I mean I hope so. I think so.
1: Yeah. I mean I think when I was younger, yeah, I always had big dreams about like traveling and writing and,
0: what are you doing and all those? Yeah,
1: and just being independent. I really you know how some kids are like, I wanna stay a kid forever. I was excited like to get through being a kid, not rushing through it, but I was excited being an adult seemed like, Ooh, I have independence. That was Mm. always such like a highly valuable thing I wanted. And now when I have my own independence, I think that's what I love. Like about life in China, or it could be life anywhere now that I'm older Mm. and have a job, you have a career, something you like doing. Um, yeah, I think, I think she'd be like, okay, cool.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's my turn. Yeah. What do you place first in your life? You. Aww.
0: Next question. Good (laughs) answer. Next question.
1: Somebody's got some bonus points. What about you? (laughs) Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, relationship and people, right? I think that's the most important thing. I would say you and my family, Mm. close friends. Like, I think those are the priorities you want to make. I think we talk about this sometimes about balancing out our priorities with time and commitments and people and making time for people who are the top priorities in your life. Yeah. And it gets tricky when you're trying to build relationships with new people as well, but they're not quite at that level yet that you're not going to move your whole life around to make them or something with them a priority. Mm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, there's a lot of things. It seems like an easy answer, like when you say you or like you know, like family or friends. Uh,
1: yeah, is that like a cop? Is it like to sound like a cheesy answer? Well, it,
0: it does sound like a cheesy answer, doesn't it? But like I, you know, I think for me this year, like the big thing for me, my main focus has been like hustling, like investing more in myself or reap like reaping the 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 rewards of like all the things that I've been trying to work towards. Like this year has been a good to like reap what I've been sowing and then also saving money. So that focus on money, even though maybe that's been my main focus this year, like, okay, how can I capitalize and how can I like really build, Uh, essentially what I'm trying to do is build for my future. So we can have a great future. I could see my family more or I can do those things. So yeah, like, you know, it is, you know, I still stick by my original answer. Mm. Um, your honor, but, um, you know, it's, it's the focus has been over things, but it's like enabling.
1: Yeah. I, I think what's also important to you with a honoring those commitments is, I mean, is your commitments. I feel like you're really good. If you make a commitment to somebody, you follow through on that. I think you place high value in that. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think you place high value in your commitments to people and to following through. If you say you're going to do something and, um, I think with mine as well, with talking about people, I feel like this year, especially, we've seen so many people leave China. You see how precious the time that you have with people is before they leave. Yeah. And then your life has kind of changed. And so you want to make the most of time with people that you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this year's been a funny one. We have a lot of people leaving. Yeah, okay. So, uh, time flies, when you? When you're having fun, when you're doing these <laughs> questions, let's do one more. Okay. What is something you probably should do but never will?
1: <laughs> God, that's a heavy, dark one to end on. Yeah. Um.
0: Do you, want, do you want an option of three if I... Yeah. Okay. So that's that one. So pick what's your best family vacation memory oh, that seems a bit you know what's your favorite memory from when you were dating and what made it so fun
1: oh that's a good one to end on okay yeah since we are date night china yeah okay so what's a good memory what
0: what's you what's your favorite what's a favorite memory from when you were dating and what made it so fun
1: I'm just going to say a few moments have popped out, like some favorite memories, like yeah. our our first Christmas together and even the second Christmas together. I think you yeah. and I both really like Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. And we do like, you know, we like to decorate. We like to watch Christmas movies. And then we've sang together every year, like done yeah. little Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, that's You fun. know, I think that's really fun. Like we set up the, you know, the microphones and we recorded some songs, yeah. um, send them to our families, like things like that, that feels like homey. And it's also like, I kind of imagine those, Future Christmases. I think it's a nice thing like we're building on for future Christmases and it just feels very sweet and cozy, you know, time together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, actually, uh, first I was going to say, this first date was really nice, but I think we've talked about that and that sounds too cliche, but the thing that came to my mind is actually um, when you moved in, you know? Yeah. And just like, like, like redoing the space and decorating it and like... Changing it from, like, my space to our space.
1: Oh, babe. That's <laughs> just, babe.
0: Well, it's just it was just, you yeah. know, it just it was just a nice move. And, you know, it was, you know, it felt, like, more homely, you know? And it was Homey. like... Homely? Oh, I feel
1: like British people have... T- wait, homely t- means, like, homely. If somebody looks homely,
0: it's a bit, like...
1: Um, you can cut this out.
0: Oh, uh, is it home? Uh, well, you know, it like, felt more like a home. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm trying to say. Felt more a like homely a home.
1: woman is somebody who's like...
0: Um, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, it was like, well, yeah, when you moved in and, like, redecorating and, like, trying to, like, build space for us because I felt, it, like, symbolic of, like, we're, it's not just it's not just a physical space, but in our lives, it's like we're we're building more space for each other, you know? So, like, you moving in was, like, you know, like a it's a it was a really great experience. You know that whole yeah excitement.
1: I really like that too. And even yeah. recently, we've done more changes and redone this room that we're in, this living room. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been nice, and that we get to update and add new things into our life. I get share really excited
0: about like thinking about like our future house and stuff. Yeah, and I follow like things on Instagram. Of like like decorating or like you know renovations oh, I, g- I love a good renovation yeah <laughs> you know the season two of interior design makers or something interior design um things like you know the british show we watched that season one ages ago oh,
1: i i think you watched way more than i did
0: i did yeah yeah, yeah i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't wait for you i had to i had to I binge watch it. it yeah but the season two's out on netflix i think well, we should watch that.
1: Yeah, you love that. Yeah. You, you follow all those oh, Instagram we, accounts. Yeah. before and after. When
0: we when we get a house somewhere, you know, we're gonna, it's gonna be the shit.
1: Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed hearing our answers to the questions. Try it for yourself. And um, oh, what have we got going on for date night, China? Oh
0: yeah, really exciting actually. It's a really big event. It's been a while since we've had a really big event. But at the end of October, we are doing a beer Olympics at the beautiful. Shian Bar at East Hotel, and it's going to be a, a real big. Extravaganza of yes. sporting Ultimate prowess. Ultimate
1: feats of strength, agility, and, and drinking. Lots of
0: drinking, you know. So we'll be advertising that soon. By the time this episode's out, we'll already be advertising it. But the idea is that you uh, sign up as a group or we can put you in a group. Nope. You got to nope. sign up with a team. Sign up with a team. That's fine. Yes. But you can that. come watch.
1: If you don't have a team or you don't want to play, you can come and watch. Hang out with us in Beijing on October 29th.
0: Yes, at the Xi'an Bar. It's going to be a fun day. Yes. And it's sponsored by, we want to thank our sponsors.
1: Slowboat is yep. our exclusive beer sponsor for the event. Mm-hmm. Be- Slowboat's amazing. If you've been to Beijing, you definitely know Slowboat Brewery and yeah. Burgers.
0: Yeah, their burgers. Just, the Fry Burger is just out of this world.
1: You, you always talk about it, like you're like, that's my favorite burger in Beijing. It, this is not yeah. even a paid ad, you guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, yeah. Well, hey, slowboat, if you want to give me some money? What sort of talk?
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, we're also going to be sponsored by Paddy's, yep. another great sports bar. Irish bar, bar sports yeah. Irish bar. And also JSS, which does food delivery in English for people mm-hmm. here in China. Yeah. So thanks to everybody and our sponsors, and we'll see you guys on October 29th.
0: And keep on listening to the podcast. And you'll hear from us next time. Bye.